All right, episode nine, Hard to Please with Eva V. Today I have George, Georgie Boy. Say hi. Hello, thank you for having me. Of I'm super course. excited. Yes, I'm excited too. Um, do you want to give a little introduction for yourself? Where do I begin? <laughs> <laughs> My current memoir, Hard Times of a Fallen Angel, is currently out on Amazon. <laughs> I'm totally joking, it's not. Would that really be what your memoir is called? That would definitely be my memoir. Really? The Hard Road and Hot Times of a Fallen Angel. Oh, I like that. You've given us some thought. Or it would probably be, I know this sounds fucked up, but I no <laughs> longer think this way. That's better. I like I think I like that one too. Yeah. I think that that one would sell more. Probably. Yeah. I think if I had a memoir. I mean, okay, because Hard to Please, I think, suits me perfectly as, like, a podcast title. That is a really good title. I do like Thank that name. Thank you. And like, I like that it flows, like, Hard to Please with Eva V. Like, it's rolls off the tongue. But if I had a memoir title, it'd probably be... Or you could even switch it up later in life. Please me, Eva V. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, I don't know what it would be. I'm going to have to think about this, like, really hard. I'm going to be like, it's going to be... The impulsive and rash decisions. I like that, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, isn't that what a memoir should be? Like, Yeah. There's, that's the only reason to write a memoir is, is, is because like Nobody wants made... to hear about, you know, your day-to-day week. We want to hear the salacious stuff. Like, Yeah, the juicy stuff, the spicy stuff. Um, okay. Uh, so do you have anything you want to say before we get started? Or it was just the name of your possible memoir? Um... My name's George. Uh, I'm not going to say where we work, but I work with Eva. <laughs> yeah, thank you for not uh, saying. Yeah, of course, of course not. We have enough creepers in our lives as it is. We don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I... Yeah, there are... You want to... You know what? <clears throat> Maybe we should start with Head Creeper. Should we share the stalker story? My stalker story yes, or yours? Your stalker story. <laughs> oh lord! I feel like that's a good place to start, so people can kind of get an idea of what you attract. <laughs> <laughs> I want to preference before I get into this story. This is normally not my life. Like <laughs> for some reason or another, this has suddenly become my life. I feel like I'm living in an episode of you, but not with Penn Badgley because. I mean, if Penn Badgley was stalking me, I'd totally be yeah, okay with that. you'd be like, down for it. <laughs> like, I would probably give in at yeah. that point if it was Penn Badgley. Um, so, wait, you really want me to go into this story? Yeah, hell yeah. It's it's insane. <clears throat> okay, so... Ju- it was in July, and the only reason I remember this is because this... We'll get to that part of the story later, but this man sent me a letter and specifically... Put the date in there that he saw me out. I'm not going to say where I was because <laughs> I don't want to put that place on blast or anything. So I was out towards the end of July. I went to a place that I know the owner. I know all the bar staff. Uh, one of my really, I'm really good friends with one of the bartenders there. And he invited me out to their, it was like their employee party slash like appreciate or like guest appreciation party. So it was pretty much just all employees and like a couple of regulars there. I 
go to this event with my friend that works there, and I went with his husband as well. Um, we're all sitting there, you know, we're having a fun, fresh little time. <laughs> um, mind you, I should say, too, uh, my friend, I'm not going to say where he works, but I'll say his name, my friend Chris, uh, invited me to this. So me and him get there first, and his husband was going to meet us later. My friend Chris, I should preface this as well, my friend Chris is very much just like a non-bullshit type of person. Like, he doesn't have time for small talk, like, if he, especially if he does not know you like that. Like, he's not about it. Like, so we're sitting there at the bar, and this guy, like, sits next to me, and he's trying to talk to me and my friend Chris. And like I said, my friend Chris is not about small talk, especially if he does not know you. So, like, literally, my friend Chris was just like, yeah, leave me alone. Like, yeah. I didn't want to be rude. And it's not like I was even, like, fully engaging this man in conversation. I was very much just doing the passive like oh uh-huh cool yeah, yeah that's I mean, awesome like, i feel like like, uh, like we've been in the service industry long enough where that's just kind of like our like i don't want to say like defense mechanism but like that's just how it's just it's a it's a reflex it's, it's yeah it's like, built into us at this point like that's just how when like people engage with me in small talk like when i'm out and about i'm just like uh-huh okay no right anyway like, right it's just like and <laughs> I'm gonna go check my Instagram. Right. No. <laughs> Let me start scrolling. Um. So no, like I said, I I didn't want to be rude to this guy, and he seemed harmless. Also, I should preference to this man was, if I had to guess, probably in like mid fifties, early sixties. Like you know, she was no young buck. Like <laughs> so. My friend Chris's husband shows up. We're all sitting there, and obviously his husband shows up, so they're kind of in their own little world. Um, I'm still sitting there, obviously, next to them or whatever, but this guy obviously, like, realizes that my friend Chris is, like, talking to this guy, so... Like, you're no longer, like... Yeah, like, he's like, oh, you know, like, how's your night going? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, you know, I bartend. And I always... And I'm sure you can relate. I, especially strangers, I never tell anyone where I work for the first time. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Unless I can actually gauge that you are harmless and, like, you just genuinely, like... Like, I'll I'll tell, like... A bartender or yeah, something no, like a local exactly. bartender. Exa- I'm not gonna tell a Patreon. No. Like or a patron. Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't have said Patreon. Patron. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell like some random guy sitting yeah. next to me, like, oh yeah, I work here. No, absolutely not. Like so he's continuing the conversation. I'm just like, uh, you know, being nice. And also, too, I'm just, like, vaping in this man's face in the hopes that he just goes away. Yeah. But, like, that Like, being low-key rude just so he's, like, you know. <laughs> so, the night is kind of not necessarily winding down, but it's winding down for my friend Chris and his husband. Like, they had a little too much to drink. So, my friend Chris is, like, hey, he was, like, me and Mark are going to leave. He was, like... <clears throat> Do you want to ride home? And again, I'm not going to say where I was, but the place that I was at is literally like 
a five minute walk to my apartment. So I was like, no, I was like, I'm good. I was like, I just ordered another drink. I was one of the other bartenders, Tony. I was like, Tony's still here. I was like, I'm probably just going to, you know, finish my drink, chat with Tony or whatever. Mistake number one. No, literally (laughs) mistake number one. So I'm like, no, you know, I'm just going to chill. He's like, all right. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm good. I was like, Chris, I was like, you literally know I live five minutes away. Like, like, it's a hop, skip and a jump. Like, that was Chris's intuition. No, literally. (laughs) And we'll get to that part of the story. So I'm finishing up my drink and I'm getting ready to leave. And out of nowhere, it just starts downpouring out. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I go outside and I look at it. I'm like, okay, it's like raining, raining. I was wearing my Billie Eilish Air Force One collab shoes. So I was like, that was all that I was yeah. concerned about. I yeah, was like, fuck I'm the not... hair. It's the shoes. Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> I don't even care about getting wet, but I do not want my shoes to get ruined right now. So I'm like, oh, I was like, I'll just wait it out. So I'm sitting in there, like, talking to my friend Tony. An hour goes by, and the rain has not let up. Good Lord. So I'm just like, fuck. And, like, at that point, I had to work early in the morning. And it was close to, like, almost one at this point. So I'm, like, debating. Like, I went back outside. I'm like... Should I just, like, try and book it home real quick? Like, sprint there? Like, or, like, also, too, I pulled up Uber because it was that late and because of the rain. Which, also, fuck Uber for doing this shit. Um, the surcharge was ridiculous. It also, was like, Milwaukee, like, they, they, we are some drinkers. Right. So they know the exact time to start surging that shit. No, exactly. Because like, you will check it at like twelve thirty. Because nobody and it'll home be at like ten dollars. Yeah, you check it at one anytime after one, like between one and three. That shit is at least ten to fifteen dollars more than you'd pay before one o'clock. No. So I literally no I matter type what in day my of the address, week. I type in my address, and mind you, literally. Walking home is a five-minute walk. An Uber home would be like two minutes. This Uber was $25. Yeah, fuck that. And I was like... Eh. But also, mistake number two. It's like... <laughs> right, well, no, right. I'm like, obviously, I can, appo- I can afford $25, but I'm like, do I really want to spend $25 yeah. to go two-minute... Like, for a two-minute car ride? If, if you would have, that Uber would have... I would have called it after that. I would have been like, I can go home now. (laughs) So I'm like, no, I'm like, like I keep refreshing the Uber app. I'm like, let me see if, you know, something's cheaper. I'm even looking on Lyft and Lyft was maybe like a dollar cheaper. And I'm like, I really don't want to spend plus a tip. Like I haven't even tipped on that yet. Like, like, I don't want to spend like $40 to go two minutes away. Like, so I am go outside, because obviously it's starting to be bar closed, and my friend Tony's like, hey, you know, like... I'm trying to go home. Everyone's got to go. Yeah. Like, and I wasn't even drinking anymore at this point. Like, I was literally just sitting there talking to my friend Tony, like, scrolling through TikTok, having a water. And I'm like, all right, you know, fair enough. So I walk outside, and 
there is a nightclub next to this bar that has a partition. So I'm standing under the partition. And out of nowhere, this man... I'm going to say this man's name. His name was Tom. <laughs> this man... That's a basic name. Just pops up out Actually, of the... let me shout out to Tom Curta, who listens to my podcast weekly. But Tom is still a basic name. Continue. <laughs> this man literally pops up out of the fucking woodwork. Like, I'm talking, like, fucking Slender Man in, like, a fucking cornfield. Like, just... I was like, where did you come from just now? Like... Yeah. It's like, hey, like, are you sure you don't want to ride home or anything? Like, blah, blah, blah. And against, and I know all the listeners are going to be like, that was your fucking fault. Like, mistake number we, three. We know. I, I know. <laughs> I know now. Hey, hindsight is twenty twenty. So but I'm continue. like, okay. And again, I'm like, this man's like old. Mm-hmm. Like, what is he really going to do to me? Like, sir, I will fucking dropkick you in your kneecap <laughs> and you'll be down for the count. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, sure. You know what? Yeah, I was like, sure. I was like, I literally live right down the street. I was like, I would greatly appreciate a ride. I was like, I can even give you gas money, like whatever. He was like, no, 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 I don't need it. Like, he was like, I don't want you to walk in the rain. Like, he was blah, just blah. happy to get you in his car. <clears throat> no, yeah, that man was happy to get me in his car. I'm sure he was hoping to get me into other things. <laughs> probably inside of him. Okay. But that's, no. <laughs> um. I got you. We're on. We're on so, glass number two of the wine already. What? Thirteen minutes in. Yeah, glass number two because this is stressful, guys. No. <laughs> so, get in this man's car. I obviously I was smart enough to not be like, yeah, this is where I live. I had this man drop me off at an apartment complex across the street from mine. He drops me off. And I know friends that live in this apartment complex that I had him drop me off at. So I go into the lobby and I sit in there for maybe like literally probably like 10 minutes. Like I'm just sitting in the lobby. I'm like scrolling TikTok. Again, it's still raining out. I'm right across the street from my place. But still, I was worried about the Air Force Ones. Um, I would be too. So maybe after 10 minutes, I get up. I go outside. I did not, too, mind you, because I kind of looked for it. I did not see this man's car anywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Walk across the street. I go into my apartment building, go upstairs, go to bed. Everything's fun and fresh for that night. Three days later, after I met this man, I went to South Carolina for like, God, I think it was like five or six days. I'm there. Everything's fun. I come back home from South Carolina and I check my mailbox. And obviously I had like a week's worth of mail in there. But there was one envelope in particular in there. It was very much like a square shape. Like, guys, like think like a CD case. <laughs> I'm sure some of you, some of you guys probably don't know what a CD case is, but it's just literally <laughs> like a perfect square. And this envelope felt hard. And we'll get into this. There literally was like a circle imprint. You saw, I showed you the photo. You showed me the photo. There was like a circle imprint and it felt hard. And I'm like, 
right. And you said it was handwritten too. That's what like caught you off yes. guard too. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was because like how often you get yeah. No, and I'm thinking, I'm like, did I order something from like Etsy or something? Right. Like, or like, I was, like did a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, or yeah, like because yeah, you have friends. That, I have a friend yeah. that sends me shit from like his Etsy account or whatever. Like it'll be like t-shirts, just like random stuff or whatever. So I maybe think I'm like, oh, maybe this is him. And I'm in the elevator. And like specifically this one letter caught my attention. Because like I said, it felt hard. Like I was like, what's in here? Yeah. Like, so I'm looking at it. It has my full name. My first, my middle initial, and my last name. My, obviously my address, my yeah. apartment number. But the, and it was postmarked, so this was obviously sent through the mail. Yeah, there was no return address on it, which I was like, "That's weird." So I get up into my apartment, and I open this letter up right away. I can't even make this up. It was literally a card. A think I don't know if you guys know the color of the jewelry brand Tiffany's. Think that color. It was Ugh. literally this card, like Tiffany colored card. It's aqua blue. With a heart emoji, or I'm sorry, yeah, heart emoji eyes on the front of it. And then the heart emoji thing, you saw it. Oh, I saw it. It, it was, was ugly. like plastic. So it was like raised and there was glitter inside of it, which also pissed me off because glitter is impossible to get rid of. It, it like, was giving, I'm trying to appeal to young like to the younger no crowd. yeah very much so very oh much very so. much like, let so. me think what he would like very very from much an older so man. like i'm like sorry i'm sorry like are you following like addison ray and charlie <laughs> d'amelio that you thought i would be into this like so no it was very much so yes like it, it, it was giving vibes like he was trying to appeal to the younger generation yeah but like I said, I open the fucking card, the envelope. Glitter falls everywhere, all over my fucking counter. I was so angry. It took me like a week to get rid of all <laughs> that shit. Which also, too, anyone out there, don't give anyone glitter. Like, unless they willingly want it, don't give anyone glitter. No one's happy with that. It, it just takes, it's a pain in the ass Can to confirm, deal with. I have a friend, I borrowed her tent for a music festival, and of course I did glitter the whole weekend. And it's been four years, and literally every time she takes it out and, like, opens it up, she's like, bitch, there is still glitter in here. And I'm like, listen, you knew where I was going with the tent. Like, you knew what was going to happen. You, you knew the dynamic of this situation. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You knew the festival I was going to. You knew the glitter would be involved. So, <clears throat> I read the card, and oh, I don't want to go on my phone, but more or less... The card basically was just like, hey, I met you out at blank. He was like, you know, it was really nice talking with you. He was like, I give you a ride home. He was just like, put his phone number in this Ugh. card. And it was just like, I would really love to take you to dinner sometime. Mm -hmm. I hope to hear from you soon. And I literally was just like, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> Like, literally, I was like... And just like is, that, you had a stalker. I was like, "Is wait, I was like, there's no way this is real. I'm like, is this my life right now? Like, like the man waited for you to... Like, cause so, I'm convinced, like I said, I had him drop me off at 
an apartment complex across the street from mine. He And I did not give this man my last name. I only gave him my first name. So I pretty much have come to the conclusion that I think this man waited outside somewhere, outside of the apartment that he dropped me off at, saw me leave it, and then go across the street, and then didn't, like, because nobody, I remember this, nobody was in the lobby when I walked in. Right. I was completely alone. Nobody came in behind me or anything like that. Um... But I'm convinced this man saw me go into that apartment building where I actually live and then looked at the keypad, which is the directory of everybody that lives there. Right. I and I know this because I checked it that same night after I got that letter. I am the only George in that building, which is insane. Yeah. And Do you it, think if there would have been another George, he would have sent a letter to both just to like cover all of his bases? I honestly, uh, like, a part of me almost wishes there was another George in there. just So that you yeah. could go and talk to yeah, them and like, be like, did you get a letter? Yeah, like, <laughs> hey. Um, so I, I'm convinced that that's what that man had to do. So I immediately text my friend Chris. And I'm like, hey, I was like, do you remember that guy or whatever, like, from the party? And he was just like... That old guy that wouldn't leave us alone? I was like, yeah. I, like, sh- sent him a picture message. Eva's also seen this, too. Like... It's it's bad. <laughs> um, I was just like, yeah. I was like, I-, I got this letter in the mail. And he was like, no fucking way. And I was like, what? And he was yeah. like, dude. He was like, I got a message on Facebook. He was like, and I don't even know how this man found me. He was like, but I got a message, and he screenshotted it to me. I think I showed it to you. He screenshotted it to me and sent it to me. He got a message from somebody named Tom that was like, hey, I met this guy George there the other night. Like, is there any way you could put me in contact with him? And obviously my friend Chris, love him to death, um, also works in service. So he knows how that goes. Like, he's just like... No, he was like, <laughs> if if he wanted you to have his number or something, he would have gave it to you. Like, right. Good for him. Good friend. No, literally. I'm like, shout out to you, Chris, for looking out. Because um, I've dealt with some people that are just like, yeah, like, this is their, you know, social media. This is that. Yeah. Like, I'm like, no. Yeah. Um. No, I be, I'm the friend that, like, I'll be like, I asked Jack today when I was posting her on the Camino page. I was like, so should I use your real name or do you want me to say Jack? She's like, Jack. Like, that's the type of friend I am because I'm like, I know how that shit is. People no, are creepy. Like, it's, like you said, it's 2023 now. Like, yeah. You, people, I mean, that'll be a whole nother topic, but like, people just don't have organic intentions anymore. It's always like an agenda no, now. And I also feel like I used to, cause I used to just be, maybe it was like, I was just naive and like young, but I definitely was, I used to be way more willing. Like, Hey, yeah, here's my snap. Here's my, this, here's my, that. And now I'm oh, like, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I don't know you. Right. Like I, I definitely give up my <clears throat> Instagram a lot, but it's also because like, I don't, I'll post where I'm at. Like after I'm not there anymore. Same. Oh, you know? same. I took- like, if I'm posting out, like, if it's at, like, a specific bar, it's because I was there last night, not tonight. 
I took a page from uh, Kim Kardashian from that. I, I will not post, like, if I'm taking photos out somewhere, even, even when I was on vacation in South Carolina, I waited till I got back to post everything. Yeah, no, I literally posted at um, Pumping Station, uh, like this park uh, not that far from here, and I was walking with my son, and I took a picture, but I, like, waited until, like, an hour after I got home and I posted it. And it was crazy because I literally had an account like of somebody I don't know be like, oh, my God, I live right by here. And I'm like, OK, cool story. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Well, I'm not there anymore, honey. <laughs> right. Like, cool story. <laughs> what are you going to do? Come find me. But no. So um, since, you know, we were talking about Milwaukee bars, I actually had that like on my list because I don't know. I just feel like I've been thinking a lot about like what the Milwaukee like bar scene and like going out scene is now versus I mean versus when I first moved here like pre-COVID during COVID post-COVID like all that and I feel like you would have a lot to say about that because I feel like you've I mean you used to work at Trinity which okay I I have a love-hate relationship with Trinity some nights I love Trinity I'm gonna be there till bar close like I ain't get home till three in the morning but some nights I'm like fuck that shit I ain't going I mean, I've been in service since I was, like, 19. I've bartended, served pretty much, like, my entire adult life. I've taken breaks here and there from service industry and tried my hand at other things. Um, but, and I'm sure you can relate. Just, God, the money is so good in it's, service industry. It's so good. Like. It's hard. Like, it's honestly, like, addicting. Like, I have friends that, you know, have, like, a nine to five and yearly i make way more than they do yeah like, i believe it um, like if you like if you're good at like service yeah, if industry you're good at it it is so can, hard to get like out like cash over fist sometimes like, yeah no sometimes like i'll be thinking like oh i would because my first serving job was at this place called casa tequila and sometimes i'm like oh, i wish i never took that job because now i can't like i'm it's like an addiction like i can't stop like oh, and no, it's also 100%. like it's obviously serving it can be shitty sometimes. You know, you can make bad money. You can just have a shitty night, deal with shitty people. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I do love serving. I love being in service industry for the most part. But, yeah, no, you've kind of hopped around Milwaukee. I have. Um, you say hop around like I've only worked at places for a week on end. No. Uh, <laughs> when I, specifically Trinity, that company is owned by Water Street Brewery. Uh, so they own Trinity, The Harp, Vagabond, um... It's no longer called Water Street Brewery, but it's called The Brewery now, uh, which is yeah. kind of... I haven't been in there, but I've heard it's been like rebranded kind of like a Dave & Buster's. Yeah, like I haven't been like, there since... I think last time I was there was like pre-COVID, for sure. Um, Yeah, I think... Yeah, it's kind of like a Dave & Buster's now. They have like games in there or whatever. Um, but... And I was with that company for like five years. Like, usually, unless I like hate it, I tend to stick with like... A place for a while yeah no like, every service industry <clears throat> job i've been in like i'm there for like a couple years yeah no same yeah. like i think the only service job the shortest amount of time that i was ever at a service job was at sweet diner because that place was a fucking nightmare to work i for. the <laughs> first time i ever went to sweet diner i literally was like i feel like they're trying to pretend that we're in chicago 
Chicago, bitch, they're trying to pretend like you're in New York. That ass, like, that ass. Like the whole, the all white aesthetic in I there. Know, I'm like, girl, I know. we are in the third ward. Literally like, $15 for a freaking mimosa. Uh-huh. No, like, I'm like, I get you get Bucks players in here like that on the regular, yeah. but Bro, calm I saw the fuck this, down. I saw this tweet. It was like, yeah, historic third ward in between the Lululemon and the Starbucks. So historic. <laughs> and that's everything you need to know about Milwaukee's downtown area. <laughs> Literally. No, but okay, maybe we should play a game. I'm, I'll throw out a bar and I want you to give me a rating. We'll do one through 10 because I feel like one through five can get a little harsh. We'll do one through 10. Heard. You can pass. You can pass if you feel like you need to because you know a lot of people. So if you need to pass, you can pass. But, Sorry to everyone before this because okay. I'm going to spill all the tea. <laughs> okay, dicks. D-I-X sticks? Yeah. Loves. Um, I actually dated one of the bar managers there for a couple of years. Um, before COVID, it was a really, really fun spot. I loved so it. So pre-COVID, give it a number. Pre-COVID, I would give it a 10. Okay, like, now? hands down, a 10. And also, too, during, before COVID, pre-COVID, um, they were open every single day of the week. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I've only been like post COVID, and I've been twice, and I think I'd give it, I'd give it like a six, but only because it. It's not you're giving it. You're giving it a higher score after COVID than I would. What would you give it now? I'd give it a three right now. Honestly, both times I was in there, it smelled really bad, and it was kind of ruining my vibe. Yeah. um, (laughs) Also, too, I'm not gonna say this person's name, but the owner there is just a drunk slob kebab. Um, sorry. Okay, what about um garage? I like garage. I I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been there in probably a year, but okay. I like garage. I've always liked it. Um, okay, give it a number. That place has been there for like it's been there years. for a long time. Like like since I was in my 20s, because I remember we would always go there. Yeah. Uh, Monday nights for service industry. Listen, so when I first turned 21, it took me a while. Like because. Uh, like uh, my best friend like he was still 20 like a lot of like we were still kind of like doing like the house party thing like hanging out like kicking back at home and like drinking there I mean, like that's what you do in your 20s yeah like. but and like we like we would only go out if it was like for like an occasion like a birthday or whatever but i remember i started working at this restaurant downtown and like a bunch of my coworkers like I, that i'd gotten like you know to be good friends with they're like we need like you need to go out like you need to hit brady like you've been in milwaukee a couple years and you still haven't hit brady granted i've only been 21 for a couple months so we went out to a garage and i just remember the whole night i was like why am i here like i i didn't like it and i actually it took me until i think this year to actually like now i'm like we're going to garage garage is the spot like for real but also, I think it kind of had a reputation of being an underage bar for a while. Oh, no, it definitely But now, did. I don't feel like that anymore. I mean, obviously, you're going to see your people where you're like, are you old enough to be here? But that's any bar on Brady. Now, I just, I feel like every time I'm there, I'm having a good time. Because I like, like, it's the patio. Yeah. It's oh, their yeah, patio yeah. that makes it. For sure. I don't think I've ever been there when their patio was closed. I don't know if I'd ever go when their patio was closed. Um, no, rating, though, I would give it... A solid eight. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a solid. I agree. Eight. I agree. What about um, Jacks? Have you? Uh, sorry, just going back to garage. Have you actually been into the hi hat bar? Yeah, actually, I actually like the hi hat bar a lot better than garage. I do. I did. 
I did for like two weeks. And then the other night I was what there. What happened in those two weeks? The other night I was there and the, the bartender was a fucking asshole. Not only an asshole to Wait, me. in high hat? Or... Yes. Okay. But not only an asshole to me, an asshole to the guy next to me too. Okay. To the point where like the guy looked at me and he was like, damn. He's like, I, I, I didn't mean. And I was like, I think he, that's just his thing. He, He's purposely an asshole. So, I mean, I guess that's not to say that I don't like the bar. I just don't like that bartender. Those are the people where, I'm sorry, just a little side note. If you're working in service and your thing is just being rude and mean, that's probably a sign you need to get out of service. <laughs> Dead ass. Like, because why are you trying to make everybody have a bad time? Right. It's like, do, do you also, not want my money? Like He was dressed like a pirate. <laughs> Say no more. Um, I can't even believe they allowed that. <laughs> okay, Jax. Zero. Zero? I hate that place. I have always hated that place. Every I remember- time I walk in there, my fucking shoes are sticking to the goddamn Ugh. floor. Like, it's just not, it's not a vibe for me. I it's, have always hated that place, but then... Like, if I wanted to see a bunch of frat boys and, like, <laughs> sorority girls make out, I could just subscribe to someone's OnlyFans. Like... um. So, the, when I first started at, like, where we work, uh, I remember, like, there was a night, it was when the Bucks were, like, in the, like, uh, the finals. Mm-hmm. So, what, 2021? And... I remember everybody's like, let's go to Jacksonite, let's go to Jacksonite. And I was like, no, like, I hate that place. I'm not going. And they're like, what if the Bucks win? And I was like, if the Bucks win, fine, we'll go to Jack's, but you're guys, you guys are buying me around. And we went, and I didn't know about Lemonade Stand, like the little like back bar. Mm-hmm. So we hung out at Lemonade Stand. So now, like, if, if it was like weekdays when Lemonade Stand is closed and it's just Jack's, I would give it a one. <laughs> but. When Lemonade and Stand is open, it's because I have like friends that hang out there. Right. So I guess maybe it's not even the bar. It's just like my friends are there. But I'd give it a five. Like I'm going to go. I'm going to check out who's there. But then I'm probably going to leave. And it's going to be the same douchebags you saw two weeks ago. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Let me think of what. Like, sorry, Kyle. No, I don't want to shot a fireball on not you. Not Kyle and a fireball. Um. Okay. What about Camp Bar? I actually really like Camp Bar. I worked there, and I hated it. Wh- which one? The one on Third Street. So like, okay, yeah. So See, dear Camp, I, I don't mind it. Um, I love the owner. I was gonna say I know the owner really yeah, well. Yeah, I love him. Um, I think Camp Bar <clears throat> is cool. Like I like what he's doing with it. I worked at their Tosa location, and I loved it there. I've never been to the Tosa. The one. Tosa location is cool. Um, it's more of like a relaxed. Like it's more like um. I feel like people like that. They're like in their like thirties that are coming to hang out there. Oh yeah, you're in Tosa. You're yeah, not getting but the one a on Third Street. Oh my god, it's just a bunch of Mar- like Marquette kids that come in paying everything with mommy and daddy's exactly. credit card and tip you like two dollars on like a fifty dollar tab and have to <laughs> and, it, and have to touch the small of my back when they order and call me baby and I'm like okay, this is not what we're gonna do. Like no, Connor, no, thank you. <laughs> Ugh. So. The deer camp on third, I would give camp bar as a whole. I would give an eight. Deer camp, I would give a four. I'd give camp bar on third. Yeah, I'd say an eight. Like I, I don't know. Like I've always I mean, known you didn't the have to owner. Work there. I wouldn't say I've always known the owner. I know like pretty much everyone that works there. Okay, um, what bar in Milwaukee would you give a ten? Actually, pause. Before you do that, we got to talk about Lucid. 
I have a long history with Lucid. Lucid, I have never liked. I'll go. Don't get me wrong. I will go because my friends go. And you know what? It's not that I don't like Lucid. I, I should. I, it's Lucid's fine. I like the DJs that they have. Is I'm a friends with a lot of the, the DJs. It is the both. bouncers. Oh, yeah. I don't. The hot girls behind the bar, baby, do your thing. But the bouncers want to literally. I want to drive into a brick wall because I know that that is like they think they are just like the coolest people ever. Oh, I mean, that's like they think they're on top of the world when that's they're bouncing. Rule of I'm like, thumb. every bouncer, no matter whether you're at but Lucid usually, or like, Trinity, a lot of bouncers aren't rude to me. They're rude. The shit, like, like they are just so rude. My one of my friends, he has like a really good promotion gig there. I love it for him. I think that it suits him. Like he does get a lot of people to go. Like they, like he is a he is a good. I probably know him. I will tell you when we pause this. (laughs) Um, Only because I just said some negative things about Lucid. Uh, But literally, so like I'm like good friends with him. I've always been on his like guest list. Like he has specifically told those bouncers like she is good. Like when she comes, and last weekend. Last week and I go and I go to them and I'm like, oh, like I'm so-and-so's like manager. Like I'm like their good friend. Like they, you know, he, he's vouched for me before. Like y'all, da, da, da. And then he dead ass, the bald one and the guy with the beard. I don't know their names. They're irrelevant. Like in the grand scheme of life. bald beard. Yes. I know who you're talking Ugh. about. And they just <laughs> he's go. He's been there forever. He's literally been there for years. I, he's the first time I went to Lucid, he was there. And that was like, what, 2018? Um, yeah, no, that guy's been there since it's like open. I, I know believe who you're talking it. about. And he just looked at me and he just goes, <laughs> I don't care. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what? And he's just like, I don't care. Back to the line. And I'm like, okay. So I go behind the three people in line. Fine. No problem. I'll wait my turn. That's okay. Usually not okay. But this day I was like, let me, let me shut the fuck up. And I get to the front and he's staring at me in my eyes. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, do we have a problem? I was like, I don't know. Do we? Like, you're the one staring at me. Like, I'm trying to show you my ID and get in. He goes, you don't have to show me your ID. I know who you are. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So what was the point of this? What like, was sir, the point? Sir, is this your your version of flirting? Because I think it's the only thing that gets his dick hard is being rude. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. Because he can. Because that shit. that's like, what I'm saying. And that's something about like Milwaukee that I've noticed is. Bouncers be doing that shit, but the bouncers on Brady, as of recently, they've been noticing, like recognizing me. Which I think half of me is like, great, I don't have to show my ID to get in. But the other half of me is like, do I really be here that much that y'all don't need to check my ID? Like, damn. No, I feel you on that. Um, so it's funny that you mentioned Lucid. So in my twenties, I used to. I'm not gonna say this promotion company that I worked for because it's still very much a thing but I used to do a lot of promo for a lot of different nightclubs Um, some of them are no longer non-existent but uh, we would do promo for Lucid we would do it for 720 we would do it for Okay. <laughs> we would do it for. I just asked him a place off <clears throat> off mic. If you heard me whisper it, then we no, you would didn't. Do it for this place called Oak that eventually okay, became. Yeah. yeah. Um, we would do Bad Genie, which was right across the street from Lucid. I don't know what it is now. I don't okay. even know if it's a thing anymore. Um, 
And then we would even do shit for like the Miramar. Yeah. We would do a lot of stuff in Chicago for like El Jefe, mm-hmm. um, Sky Bar, all that. Lucid, in my experience, not even as just a guest going there to like drink or just be there, but as a promoter for that place, that place was so notoriously difficult to work for. Really? Like, yes. That does it not was just me. like, like there was always a dispute at the end of the night of how much we were supposed to get paid out. Really? Um, yeah, it was always like a huge thing. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to say the company that I worked for, but it was, and this also too, like was one of like the first companies that kind of started doing like photo booths at like different clubs. Okay. Okay. Like and we put effort into that shit. Like we would show up early, we would set up a whole backdrop, like we would have a certain area sectioned right. off. Um but yeah, no, Lucid, I, I would honestly give that a as somebody that worked technically, I guess, worked for them. Yeah. Not really, because it's not like I was around their payroll, but we got third party sourced, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. Um terrible. Like, literally (laughs) terrible. It was always See, like I said, I like the, like, I do like that they utilize, like, Milwaukee DJs. I've Like I said, I have a lot of friends who've, like, DJed for them and had, like, residencies, and I think that that's great. I think that them, like, my friend does promotions. I think that that's great. I just, I guess maybe I just don't like their bouncers. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's my gripe. I mean, yeah, like I said, the gentleman you were talking about, he's been there since, like, day one. Well, he needs to go. No one's ever been a fan of him. (laughs) Um, I believe it. But, no, as somebody that, like, promoted for them, I'd give it a zero. As somebody that's just going there as, like, a guest, I'd give it a solid mm, It can be a good time, but it also can be, like, wide five. Yeah, because, like, sometimes I go and I'm like... That shit was popping. And sometimes I go and I'm like, why the fuck did I just waste all that money on an Uber to get here? Because now I want to go. No, literally. So it really just depends. I think it just depends on the night and like the people that are there. And if I have to see that bouncer, I every time want to just fucking die. Die. Yeah, (laughs) I do die every time I see that man. He takes like hours off my lifespan. I'm convinced. I don't like him. And I know people listening who have been to Lucid, I know they can agree. <laughs> because it's like like we were talking about, like I don't know if you have you seen the movie Knocked Up? No. Oh my god. Okay, so there's a lot or there's like a scene in there where two of the characters in the movie are trying to get into this club. Okay. And the bouncer's like, No, you have to wait in line. And one of the characters, she's like, what line? She's like, the, exactly what you said. She's like, the two people in right, front of us? Right. Like, that's, like, why, that's why that night I was like, okay, there's three people, whatever. Let me just. She's like, you act like you can't just let us in. And long story short, like the scene basically goes, she's like, you're just a doorman. She was like, you think you're so fucking tough because you have the velvet rope? She was like, you're a doorman. I literally want to post up to my Instagram story and be like, the lucid bouncers. Like you, uh, quite literally, sir. Well, okay, you are because, a doorman. Like, okay, so like Jack, you know, you know what I'm talking about when I say Jack, right? Yeah. Okay, so like when she moved to Milwaukee, like she had not been out or whatever, and so I would bring her along with me and like show her like this the spot we go to, like you know all the little spots, right? But I was like, we have we have two rules. I just added a third, but we had two rules. Now we have three. Um, 
we don't stand in line for places not worth getting in. We don't pay to get into places that were too hot to be. Which, okay, now hearing this out loud in my podcast. It's very much a champagne problem. <laughs> I feel, I, I sound, you know what? No, nah, I'm hard to please. I'll claim it. Um, but I just told her our third rule is we don't introduce ourselves twice because we are memorable and we stand by that. She said that was her favorite rule. Okay, I'll take a third glass too. All right. Damn, I haven't looked at my list this whole time. How many minutes are we in? Um, we're at almost 44. Oh, I was like, and we're like damn near done with the bottle. As we should be. <laughs> and it's an XL. No, it's like, if you guys could see the size of this bottle right now. Literally. Um, <clears throat> since we were talking about, uh, you know, when I, when I first, I was like, oh, let's talk about like the Milwaukee bars, whatever. And you're like, oh. If you listen to this, I'm apologize beforehand. But you know what? You didn't sign any NDAs. You've actually never signed an NDA in your entire life. I haven't. And I've been around some pretty... Right. Pretty wow people, if you will. Right. What do you think you maybe should have signed an NDA for that you haven't? And do share the story. <laughs> so... <sighs> Hard to please. We want the tea. I I guess I'll start with a really good story where I shouldn't have signed an NDA at all, but it was a very much pleasant experience. When I promoted, also to people listening, I'm 37. I've been in service for a while, since I was like 19. I remember I was promoting for Apartment 720. Okay. And Paris Hilton got booked for an appearance there. At 720? Yes. What year was this? This was like in the Simple Life era. Like, this was like in her heyday, like the prime of Paris Hilton. Good Lord. (laughs) So at the time, if anybody that's listening, like 10 years ago, Apartment 720... I mean, the like vibe is still very much the same, like in terms of the decor in that. But they used to have this VIP room that was like in the middle and it was all glass and it had two doors to it. So like obviously nobody could get into it, Mm -hmm. but like it was all glass. So whoever was on the outside, you could see who was in there. I was promoting one night and like I said, Paris Hilton got booked for an appearance and if you like while we promoted, we all had headsets in. So just basically, like, everyone was communicating with each other the whole night. And I remember getting, like, the notification. They're like, hey, Paris Hilton's here. Like, we're about to escort her to the table. Yeah. I walked in there with my boss that I worked for, for this promotion company. She sits down. She showed up with, like, a group, which we were expecting. She showed up with a group of, like, ten people. Um... They sit down, you know, we bring the bottle girls, bring them their champagne, their vodka, whatever mixes they wanted. She was honestly one of the sweetest people uh-huh. I've ever, ever met. Love that. Like, she honestly, I remember talking to her. Like, it's not like we had, like, a full-on, like, 20-minute conversation or whatever. Yeah. But I remember, like, asking, I believe it was her assistant, but I was just like, hey, I was like, do you guys need anything else or whatever? And she just chimed in. She was like, no, she was like, we're good. Like, she was like very, like, almost shy. Like, really? 
yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, when there was, like, a camera around or whatever, like, she very much played into what people know Paris Hilton as. Right, right. But when it was nothing going on, she pretty much just kind of sat there, like, kept to herself. Really? Like, I mean, she was obviously talking with her friends or whatever, but, like, she wasn't what I was initially expecting. An NDA that I think I should have definitely signed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I, I almost don't want to get you, like canceled or anything I ain't saying shit I ain't getting canceled (laughs) well I don't want this podcast to get like flagged or anything no do tell we're here for it so I've always like I said I've always been in service and I know you can relate working in service it opens a lot of doors yeah you meet different people you meet different DJs you meet different club promoters you meet different owners like and it's not even necessarily all from like Milwaukee like I've met club promoters I've met owners of bars in Vegas like so I was probably about like 19 and one of my friends Jasmine was sleeping with a drummer from a very I'm not gonna say this band's name. Will you tell me after? Yes. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna say this band's name on air, but uh she was sleeping with the drummer from this like very popular like metal band. Okay. Uh so she would always get guest listed for the warp tour. Not the Warp Tour. Uh, yeah, yeah. If anyone out there listening, if you remember the Warp oh, Tour, do you remember Warp Tour? I whenever that comes up, I like just get flashbacks. I remember of, like, seeing Katy Perry at the Warp Tour. What the fuck? She was in an opening. She was an opening act for uh, the Amity Affliction. Once. What the yeah. fuck? My and, first Summerfest concert was Katy Perry, and it was crazy too because like. She had did the warp tour, and then like two months later, I kissed a girl came out, and she blew up into what she is now. Huh. Like, but literally when she was wild warp tour, because I remember this because, like I said, my friend Jasmine got guest listed for it each year. So I don't know if anyone knows this, but like if you're guest listed for warp tour, I mean you have the choice to stand out in the crowd and watch the show, but you also have the choice to just go backstage and watch it from like the sideline right like which is the correct choice so we go we're at the warp tour or whatever um you know we were there the whole day it's the end of the night and my friend jasmine's like and also too I, i'm sure you know i don't know if anyone else knows this here it's always held at the Summerfest grounds mm-hmm. um so all the tour buses for every band park it's like this huge lot that's in between the Summerfest grounds and that divides the uh, amphitheater. Yeah. Like there's this huge lot. Yeah. So, so there's all... basically, there's two entrances <clears throat> to get into the grounds. And so, but it's like along a road. Yeah. So between like the two entrances on the road, yeah, that's where all the buses were parked. I remember. So yeah, there's this huge lot. All the tour buses are parked out there. And like I said, it's the end of the night. I'm thinking we're going to go home. Right. And my friend Jasmine's like, hey, like, do you want to go party on the buses? I was like, fuck yeah. Like, the fuck? I was like, I want to meet fucking Cobra Starship. Like, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we go to the back lot. We're partying on 
this band's bus that guest listed us or guest listed her. I was her plus one. Like guest listed her. We're on this tour bus. Mind you, I'm 19. My friend Jasmine is like 18 at this point. And this tour, like that whole lot was like fucking burning, man. Like everybody was just everywhere. Like everyone's just drinking, like smoking. So we get onto this band's tour bus. It's like literally balls to walls, like asses to elbows in there. (laughs) Like you couldn't even move around. So we get on the bus and I had already air conditioning. Yes. Thank God. I was going to say, it's all musty um, in there. So, right. I was going to say, you know all those punk rock heavy oh, metal yeah. boys do not sh- shower or uh-uh. put deodorant they, on they, like they that. They using like, the dry shampoo on the, the long the long bangs. So. The sleeping with sirens bangs. We get on the. <laughs> not the sleeping with sirens bangs. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Shit, this is going to drive me crazy. What's his fucking name? You know what I'm talking about. It don't matter. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Comment below if you know who we're talking about. <laughs> There's nowhere to comment, but continue. <laughs> so we got on the bus. And at this point, my friend Jasmine had already introduced me to this whole band. So we got on the bus and the drummer that she was hooking up with. He's like, hey, like, you know, like, what do you guys want to drink? And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'll just do like a vodka soda or whatever. Like... So he makes me a drink and then literally is just like, are you going to be all right? He's like, me and Jasmine are going to go to the back. Oh, so they go to the back <laughs> in like his room. Yeah, they go into the back into his room and, you know, they're fucking or whatever. I know nobody else on this tour bus. Yeah. Like, like I had met the whole band, but like, obviously they're off doing their own things or whatever. So I'm just kind of like sitting there, like drinking my drink or whatever. And me and my friend Jasmine, we had rolled up, like, 15 joints for that whole day. Yeah. I was down to my last one. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I really want to fucking smoke. And, like, everybody on this bus is like, like, I remember people, like, passing me, like, a plate with, like, a mountain of blow on it. They're like, do you want some? And I'm like, no, I'm good. That seems so on brand. That's very on brand. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like... So I'm just like, fuck, I'm like, I want to smoke this joint, but like, like literally the lot of where all these buses was were parked was just like chaos out there. I was like, I really don't want to go outside, like the fuck? I'm like trying to find the bathroom on this tour bus, and like I said, it was asses to elbows on this bus. So I'm like, okay, like whatever. So I finally decided, I was like, you know what? fuck it, I'm going to just go stand in this corner with my back face to everybody <laughs> and I'm going to smoke this fucking joint. Like, Period, as you should. So I light up my joint. Maybe like three minutes after I light up my joint. And also, before I get into this part, I did not sign an NDA because also you weren't even that famous yet for you to have an NDA. I get a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and it's Jeffrey Star. Hilarious. 
So I'm like, and I knew who he was. Like he was big on MySpace, but he did not have not his MySpace. Ma- he did not have his. Uh, I know I'm aging myself. <laughs> I never had not, a MySpace. <laughs> he did not have his makeup company. Like he was not on YouTube. He was yeah. not what you think of Jeffrey Star. Now. Yeah. Like he didn't even look what he looks like now. And that bitch swears she never got surgery, but that's another story. Um, Another NDA. <laughs> right. Come sue me. Um, so no, it's Jeffree Star. And I knew who he was because I had recognized him from MySpace. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, you're like the only one that has weed on here. Like, can I hit that? I was like, sure. Like, why does this man... I don't... Have you ever seen the movie Half-Baked? Yeah, yeah. Do That's remember, one I have seen. Do you remember that scene with Snoop Dogg? Where the two like main characters are like sitting on a stoop smoking, and Snoop Dogg yeah, just comes and, out of nowhere and, and domes the whole their whole thing. Yeah, that was Jeffrey Star. <laughs> this man up. literally like fucking smoked my whole joint in like two fucking hits, and then just like hands it back to me, and he's like, "Okay, well, you have a good night." I'm the like, most respe- disrespectful part of that isn't even the the sucking it down in two hits; it's the handing it back to you. Knowing no, damn but, well there was nothing well for you. Right, I was like, bitch, like... What, what do I do with this? Now, you need me to find somewhere to throw it away? I was just Ooh. like, I, I could not believe that. And I remember, I was so taken aback by that. I literally, and she was probably getting fucking raw dogs still by <laughs> this drummer. A raw dog. I like texted my friend Jasmine, I'm like... You will never fucking believe what just happened. Like, I'm like, Jeffree Star just literally smoked my entire last fucking joint that I had. Like, and I remember she, you know, an hour and a half later comes out, like, messy hair. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, bitch, really? Like, and this drum, the drummer that she was with was like, yeah, he does that shit all the time. Like... That's so fucked up that he was even known for that. No, like, and like I said, this was way before, you know, Jeffree Star Cosmetics. This was way before he like was Like, circa what year? If I had to guess, I'm going to say maybe like 2004, five ish. Wow. I was seven. You were like five. I was no. seven. <laughs> I was seven years old in 2005. Insane. And the only time I was a uh, warp tour was, I think it was seventeen. Bring me the horizon. It was right when their Sun Paternal album dropped. That's the only time I went, and never again. I love <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon. I love Bring the Horizon. <laughs> I remember I had um I had uh, that CD, and I would play it in the car. And my friend and I we used to scream at the top of our lung, like our lungs, when my mom was driving. But she was deaf, so she had no clue what was going on. So I just bet like anybody driving next to us was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because we were screaming, like we had we had the sleeping of sirens bangs. I'm like, if you know, you know. Bring the horizon. Yes, we love. If we you stand. know, you know. But all right, I don't know how we got to an hour. That fast? Really? I feel like we've just been chatting. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I feel like we didn't even get to the topics, but I mean, shit. No NDAs, bitch. <laughs> Bring the topics on. Throw a topic at we me. We can't. We can't. We, we're in our last minute. Well, it was fun. I'm glad <laughs> you had me on. The way you just looked at me was so disappointing. <laughs> 
I was kind of like expecting to like get into like some nitty gritty. I mean, you guys got the Jeffrey Star story. Yeah, y'all like... got some of the tea, but we're gonna have to bring George on for another episode for the rest of the tea. Wait till you hear about James Charles. <laughs> but all right, thank you, George, for coming on. I appreciate it. Of course, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> of course, this has been hard to please with Eva V.